Yo, good afternoon, everybody. It is DJ TJ, and we are back with the Ethos Music Podcast, Episode 7. Today, I am joined by the one and only... Alex Friedman. I didn't even see that one coming. Mm. I'm just so surprised. I... This is Episode 7, right? This is Episode 7. You know, that means seven weeks. Yeah, well, we skipped one, so eight. Eight weeks! And you know what? This is a really cool episode. Why is this a cool episode? Because it's the first ever episode seven. I feel like you said that two episodes ago. Well, last time I said it was the first ever episode six. Oh, yeah. When we get to ten, I'm going to be real excited. Me too, because I've only gotten to like episode three on everything I've ever done. Mm. And then it just fails miserably and I get really depressed. Well, this won't do that. This time we're going better. All right. Anyways, today... We're skipping the Twitter questions. We are. Uh, because there were none this week. Thanks I think there much. was something on Facebook. What? I'm going to check. But yeah, anyways. Continue. Anyways, as he looks at his phone so disrespectfully. I mean, um, yeah. Today, we are going to be discussing building a home studio. You said disgusting. What was I supposed to say? You said you were trying to say disgusting. Disres- disrespectful. Wait, oh, today we are disgusting. <laughs> Today we are discussing building a home studio. We're going to be going over all the things that we have here in the studio. Um, I don't know anything about it, so we'll be asking him to list everything. We're going to be going over the prices, the use for everything, why this product is better than others. And yeah, that that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. So uh, where should we start? Um just the basics i guess step one get a laptop what kind of laptop so for me i actually i have a laptop i have a macbook and then i also have an imac um i got the 27 inch imac but uh that's not super comparable for a lot of people it was like 2500 dollars with all the decked out stuff i got with it um all the software that i needed came with it and then also um, it has five terabytes of data. So, um, if you're going for a little bit nicer of a home studio and a little bit bigger scale budget to work with, then I would go with the big iMac, um, for sure. Otherwise any MacBook would work. I, so I prefer to use Mac products because I love yeah. Logic Pro X above everything else for recording purposes. Well, I was about to butt in too, just because in terms of recording arts, in graphic design and anything like that, I think it's pretty much proven that Macs are much better for all of that. Because yeah. I used to do Windows, and I just recently moved to Mac, and it's just so much better. It's so much simpler. It's so much easier to use. And so, yes, Macs are a little more expensive to begin with. But, like, one, I've had my Apple iPhone 6 for two years now. Nothing's wrong with it. I've had the MacBook for only, like, a month. But <laughs> it's still amazing. I haven't dropped it in any toilets. That's about what. That's about the only thing that'll destroy your Apple product. So, don't drop it in a toilet. You should be good, and it's really worth the money. I promise. Yeah, for sure. You can continue. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's pretty much where I'm coming from. Is I really think that for recording purposes, Apple products are the best, um, and I think that has been proven, especially the software, especially how fast things run. And I think Logic Pro X, without a doubt, is the um nice. <laughs> I think Logic Pro X is without a doubt the best recording software. I've used a lot of others. I've used Cubase. If you just don't use Cubase, it's trash. 
GarageBand is like okay, you know, but it's super <laughs> basic. You can't do a lot, of, you know. Um, and then I think the the only thing that can compare to Logic in my head is FL Studios. Um, and that's a Windows thing. Yeah, and that's the producer edition. So if you're on Windows, FL Studios, I like the producer edition. Um, that would be the way to go. But I'm going to focus more on the Mac stuff. Um, yeah, so that's, I think, where I would go as far as starting out is getting a computer. Um <laughs> And the software. So, you're, I mean, for a MacBook, like DJ TJ was saying, they're they're pretty pricey, but um, well worth it. So, get that. Get Logic Pro X, which is, I think, one twenty for students, two hundred for other people. I don't know for sure. I feel like it's cheaper for students because I got this weird bundle thing that came with like Final Cut Pro, Logic Pro, that weird thing that's for live music. And then, like, a bunch of weird graphic art stuff all for $200. Oh, cool. So, so it must a, be cheaper. It's probably yeah. cheaper, probably just for that as a student, but... For sure. Who knows? Maybe it was just a special going on. Yeah. Well, definitely check out different deals and stuff, especially if your student prices will go down. Um, putting together my whole home studio costed about $10,000. So, I mean, that's, like, peak range for a home studio. You, There's no way you're spending any more than that on a home studio. Um, if you are, you're doing something wrong or getting ripped off. So you can definitely have a budget with, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred. You know, you could have that budget if you get just your basic 13 inch MacBook, um, your Logic software, your MIDI keyboard slash drum pad, um, and then your MIDI interface and your you're good to go pretty much well obviously a microphone but they sell bundles um with microphones and interfaces um so i guess the next big thing is your keyboard and drum pad um for me i use the akai mpk 261 um don't argue with me and say it's okay because it's not okay how much does it cost uh i think this one (laughs) yeah good job um i believe it was 500 just about 599 maybe okay um but there's mini versions you know they have the akai mini the akai professional mini and that's uh i think 200 um and that works just as well it's just a smaller version literally <laughs> this is a the one i have is a full 61 key and the mini version i think is a 24 key and it still has a drum pad um, that I think is actually the same size, the four by four drum pad. Um, it's just smaller. Like that's the only difference. So when you're scaling between that, you know, it's two to 500 for your drum pad and keyboard, but it has so much capability that it's definitely also worth it. Um, when you're going to look at interfaces, there's, you, you can't really go wrong. You know, I wouldn't get the cheapest thing you see. Definitely do research to see what would be best for you. For me, I have the, uh, I have a Scarlet Studios 8-channel interface. Um, and I think that was only 300 um, So that's, like, crazy good for 8 channels because then you can literally be in a studio and have an entire band recording at the same time, um, which I've never done, but I've had, like, an orchestra pieces, and I've had multiple vocalists and guitarists at the same time. Um, so it's pretty cool to use all of it at once, but... Uh, also unnecessary for 
some of the things that a lot of people with home studios will be doing. Um, but Scarlet Studios also has a bundle pack that comes with a microphone, uh, mini interface, software called Cubase, which is trash, and don't use the software, but use the hardware that they give you because it's great. Use the, but it's I think it's a $250 bundle pack for the mic, the interface, headphones, and all the cables you need plus the software. So if you don't use the software, definitely um, grab that because it will be the the cheapest way for you to get the mic. Um, is it the mic that I'm using? It is the mic that you're using right now, actually. Um, so I have, if you're looking at a higher scale mic, the hell was that? I think that we're in Jurassic Park. Sketch. Um, I think if you're wanting a little bit nicer of a mic, definitely go with a Rode microphone. What are, what are these noises happening right now? <laughs> Are we being haunted? I don't know. Anyway, continue. Um, if you're looking for something a little more upscale, go for a Rode mic. Um, R-O-D-E. Definitely Rode the best. And, uh, Rode and eight Audio-Technica, I uh-huh. think, are debatably, like, they're they're pretty much the same, I feel mm-hmm. like, in terms of quality. Quality, yeah. Yeah, and they'll last a really long time. They're, I've never had a problem with either one. I think um, it just kind of comes down, it's kind of like a an iPhone versus an Android. Mm-hmm. Both it are is very good, preference. but it's personal preference. Mm-hmm, for sure. And, uh, I mean, the cool thing about Rode mics is, like, yeah, they can be a little pricey. I think the mic I'm using was $300, but it came with a bundle pack with a whole um, holder that goes on your stand, a pop filter, and a shield, um, a sound shield. Those are all things you'll need Yeah. while recording. Yeah, especially, like, pop filters are really important. You can get a $15 one, or you can get one in a pack with a microphone. Um, and then, yeah, sound shields are important for you know obvious reasons but um yeah audio technica speaking of that that's the headphones that we both use um they have just really good quality and they range from like 50 to 250 dollars you know so i think mine are the like right around the 150 200 mark and yours are like the 90 50 to 90 mark somewhere in there something like that yeah or 50 to 100 maybe but like they're they're still amazing (laughs) (laughs) they're the same thing so um, definitely don't stress on that, but I would go Audio Technica for sure, just because I've tried a lot of other headphones and I'm not really a fan. But they're also very comfortable on my ears. Yeah, and they can they have the thing uh, like the DJs, like you can use them for DJing, where you can flip the ears out too. Um, that's what I use. That's a fun little thing. But we'll uh, <laughs> after this podcast, we'll post some pictures when it comes out uh, of the equipment we have, um, which we've done many times. But we'll like. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. And then, uh, let's see. What else do we got? We got the interface. We got the headphones. We got the speakers. Um, we I have Sterling Audio speakers. They're real big. Um, <laughs> They're big and booming. Uh-huh. They have great sound out of them. Uh, I would say they're not, you know, 100% top-line best speakers, but I'd give them a solid, like, Eight out of ten. And you don't need anything too crazy, amazing. Yeah, not for a home studio, at least. If you're yeah. going professional, definitely get better ones. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, these Sterling Audio ones. The one thing that I had a problem with with them is they weren't sold in the pack; they were sold individually. But a lot of speakers are oh, like yeah. that. Um, it just makes it a little make pricey. Money. Yeah, I mean, it was one fifty for each speaker. Yeah. Um, but you can definitely get speaker packs for one fifty total. Just don't go off like a thirty dollar Bluetooth speaker. Like, try and put at least some 
yeah. kind of money into it. Yeah, no, if you're using a Bluetooth speaker, you're not going to be able to get the quality that you want. Um, definitely, you just go to, like, your local guitar center or whatever, and um, people there will help you, too. But, I mean, they have... I don't know what brand they are off the top of my head, but um, a lot of people with, like, traveling studios and home studios I've seen have... Um, just ones that go on the desktop that are relatively small, like maybe 12 by six inches speakers that will just sit on either side of the desk next to the laptop. Um, and they're just black and they have like yellow rims on them. And I don't, I don't know what kind they are off the top of my head, but those are popular and relatively cheap. I definitely considered it, but I wanted something a little bit bigger with a little bit more sound in it. Cool. Yeah. Um, that sure is interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you said the overall price for everything is around 10000 For this studio, yeah. But, I mean, you could get away with two. Probably get away with, like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe even 1000 Yeah. But. <laughs> I mean, like, it's to just, do a full breakdown of it, right, I got the iMac and I got a MacBook. So I use, I use both in the studio. Oh, oh and you're going to need a mixer, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Um but for both of my MacBooks, it was already almost 5000 for the MacBook and the iMac. But they're, like, decked out with stuff that I don't need. Like, in hindsight, um, they're just helpful. Um, and then you got your five $600 keyboard. I got my $300 interface. Um, 300, speak, 300 for the speakers. I have three microphones. Um all the cables that I need, two sets of headphones, um, a desk, a recording desk. And actually, Guitar Center has great ones because they come with um, things on the sides that have the ability to screw in your interfaces. Um, so you can literally... So they won't fall. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy to move them. Like, I've moved them while it's been on the desk multiple times, and they've been fine. Um, and then the other thing I would check out if you're looking on a little bit smaller of a scale is uh, using Sterling Audio has these microphones that come in a two-pack and one's just a regular condenser mic and one's a directional condenser mic that um, I'm currently holding in my hand right now to see if the name of it is on here. I just know it's a Sterling Audio ST131. Um, but they come in a pack together and I think the pack is 300. Um, but the one mic is just a basic recording mic for vocals, and the other one um, is one of the smaller, thinner dynamic mics that is for, like, miking live instruments. And so I've used it to mic all of the piano that's on the album. I actually have two of them. But I've used it to mic all the piano and guitar that's on the album. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's just kind of one of those things, too, like, that we've, you and I have talked about with, like, camera stuff, too, where... It's okay to go a little bit cheaper. You don't need to think you're going to be going out spending $10,000 in your first home studio. But at the same time, keep in mind that there is a reason things are the price they are. Like, things are cheaper because their quality is worse. Therefore, like, the 10000 obviously, all of this equipment is a lot more high, higher quality than what a lot of people with a smaller budget would see. For sure. But at the same time, you should still invest some money into, say, like... Um, the the mixer or whatever like the microphones especially I feel like all the recording stuff the actual recording stuff you should actually spend your money on um, in terms of the higher quality because in the end it's like what what are you going to be hearing 
Mm-hmm. And you could probably get away with, like, the smaller Akai, um, the mini one instead of the professional one or whatever. And you can get away with those kinds of things. But in terms of the recording stuff, like, it may be a little more pricey, but if that's the case, save up your money and get that because it lasts a lot longer. It's a bunch, it's a lot higher quality. And, uh, that's about all I have to say. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, I think that is good outlook, but yeah, I mean, exactly what you said. It's quality for the pricing that you're going to pay. So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind. I think that kind of goes with anything you're buying, you know? Exactly. Um, so I was just looking at, some comments I've gotten about the album. Okay. Read them out, boy. I will I will do that really quick unless do we have do Go you have, for wait, it. do you have any other questions for me about no, the studio? That's about it. Okay. So we can Unless uh, you guys have questions, tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Ethos Music Podcast. We'll yeah. answer next episode. I think it's oh, you know what? I thought I was just gonna talk about mixers. Um shit. <laughs> Pop it on I in. forgot about that before I talk about the album more. So a mixer is I think it's an essential piece of equipment, but in reality it's not. So like with logic and a lot of other softwares, you have the ability to use the software has a mixer on it, you know, so you can do pretty much everything the regular mixer can. It's just a little bit less precise. Um, and it's a little easier with an actual mixer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the mixer that I have, I think is a 12 channel, yeah, so I have a 12-channel mixer, um, and I think it's a Yamaha. No, it's 10-channel. It's a Yamaha MG 10XU. Um, so it's one of the 10-channel ones. Um, I do want to upgrade because it's it's solid. I love the equipment that Yamaha makes, but it's like um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's just I know that there's mixers for the same value that can do more, and I think that one was $200. Um but if you're just doing a home studio, you know, for yourself, you don't need a 10 channel mixer or a 12 channel mixer. You really just need like a four, four channel mixer. Um, and I actually think the first one I had was made by Audio Technica. Um, and that was, that was a three or four channel mixer. Um, so basically the, the MG series of the Yamaha mixers, like the one that I have, um, the design is like really easy to use and it has like the same technologies as the one in the past, but it's, um, a little bit better of a console to control in my opinion. Um, and I think it's used more in like some high end professional studios. Um, so that's why I'm a fan. Um, the, so it has four of the mono XL XLRs, um, and the, that also can do the, quarter inch hybrid inputs um and three stereo line inputs um as part of the 10 um it has two different headphone jacks um but the the interface itself is like really easy to use and uh the it has like a really diverse range of capabilities you know as far as like what users are trying to do with it um and you can also it's uh, kind of unique because you can also use like live sound with it really easily. And I've actually taken it to a live sound show before, which is pretty common for mixers. But if you're having a studio mixer at a live sound thing, it can get a little tricky. Um, but this one's nice. And it gives you a lot of gauges as far as uh, how your sound's going to come out um, at the end. 
in uh, decimals, which is kind of cool. Um, but like I said, that one's two hundred dollars. But the other MG ones, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. The <laughs> the uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I'm about to bring up logic again. I was just like I just realized he hasn't brought up logic, and for like the last week he has been searching endlessly. <laughs> to find a Sprite bottle or can that has Logic's face printed on it. And when I look down at the floor as he's going on and on about mixers, there's the Sprite bottle. I bought five. And then I realized... <laughs> and then I realized he hasn't even brought up Logic yet. So I was the one to do it. So now I'm going to talk about Logic. No, um, so... <laughs> now let's get back to the subject at hand. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, the MG Series Yamaha mixers are just incredible. Um, but they have a wide variety of pressure. And it's like that 10-channel one is uh, yeah, oh my. fun stuff. Yeah! The 10-channel uh, the one is my favorite, but they have four-channel ones that are comparable. But the 10-channel one is only $200, and so for a 10-channel mixer, I think that's pretty sick. Um and I think that's pretty much covers the studio equipment, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would get one of the, uh, what is this thing called right here? You plug all the... I don't know what that is. It's like, so... <laughs> what the hell is that? Uh, it's it's the thing that you plug in all it's the It's like other... a Pioneer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, talk about that for a second, because I don't know what it is. You want me to talk about it? I just don't know what the hell it is. So, like, you plug things into it, <laughs> and... When you plug things into it, you can, like, power it on. And when you power it on, it, like, powers on everything else. It's basically a power strip that will protect from surges. It's a surge protector. Look That's up. what it's called. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We're it so is a stupid. surge protector. What are you doing, bro? I stood, up, I stood up to just, like, see what the hell you were pointing at. Oh. Because I couldn't see that behind the piano. And well, now I'm just standing again. Well, sit down. Okay. Picks up the mic and just walks around. All right. I'm being an animal today. Yeah. Savage. Ugh. Savage DJ TJ. You got those back problems already? I had a back problem last night, yeah. I was, like, sleeping on an air mattress, and I woke up, and I thought my, like, back was broken in two, but it's fine. The X. Do I hit my head on the a bed frame last night. That's it? Yeah. Well, I was, I, I was sleeping, and I woke up in the middle of the night. And I realized I was laying on a throw pillow, and it was super uncomfortable. So I uh, I took the pillow, and I threw it on the ground, but I didn't, like, scoot down at all. So then when I laid back. Like, uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. Do you think – I'm bringing this up in the podcast. I was going to ask you later. But you guys can weigh in, too. Do you think I should start my own YouTube channel? Yes. And record my own shiitake? I think you should. But what do I record? So I started <laughs> – I don't know if you've heard of this game called Sea of Thieves. I have not. Um, it's a game where you're a pirate, and you go around on the ocean, and you steal people's booty, okay? Mm. Are you following? Yep. So, I started a recording, and this is word for word how I started it. <clears throat> What's up, fuckers? It's DJ TJ. Oh, my God. And right now, I am a goddamn pirate. And then I kind of like stopped the recording and I was like, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I think you should create a DJ TJ YouTube series. I would. And that's listen. a true statement. 
Anyways, do you want to read the comments and stuff? Yeah. Um. So these are just some like text messages that I got about the album from people that I know. Mm. Um, so this one. Yo, man, just finished listening to the album all the way through. It's dope. And I said, yo, thanks. And he said, for real, though, Guardian Angel been on repeat. The album is so good. That one was. Now stop. Stop. The album was played up in the mountains, too. But I didn't tell them about it. Oh, so they didn't know so it like, was me. So, like, I went up with my friend's family. My friend, like, knows of you, and he knows that you released an album. But all of a sudden, his mom is like, hey, I saw this on Facebook. I think we should listen to it. And they just, like, listened to your album, like, four times while we were up in the mountains. Really? And then after that, I was like, yeah, I was kind of, like, a part of that. And they're like, what? <laughs> okay, you can go back to it now. That's sick. Did they, yeah. So did they like it? Did they have like a If favorite? they played it four times, well, I'll let I... you decide. <laughs> did they say anything about any specific song? Thoughts of you. Yeah. I think that that one is a, is a solid one. That's the one that sticks one. with me every time. All yeah. right, more comments. Um, Here's one. Yo, come home and together we'll walk home and a bunch of fire emojis. Okay, buddy, but he's talking about the Ethos EP here. Yeah, well, that was definitely actually she was talking about the album because she actually I don't think I don't think this girl ever heard the EP, which is kind of sad. But no, I'm just yeah, <laughs> um, here's another one. Hey man, the album was really sweet. Congratulations, super proud of you. That made me happy. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> it's not. I don't know who that yeah. was. Um, actually, I think my grandma has listened to it. Every single day, at least three times a day. Okay, since it but came she's out. not streaming it, so it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, she's listening to the hard copy CD. Have you g- sold the CDs yet to her? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. That's all I had to ask. Oh my god! And I find out I, f- I found out how much it would be to ship to that the guy who wanted to buy it. Like forty dollars. Seventy three, bro. Don't give it to him. It's not worth it. No. Tell I, him just to look it up on Spotify. Yeah, I think I might have to. Cause it's cheaper to get the $10 monthly subscription than to ship it out there. Well, I don't think he, there's any way he's going to want to pay $75 for one hard copy CD. I agree. So I'll message him, but I guess it's up to him, right? If he wants to pay the $75, make it 100 Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, kind of, though. Like, that's kind of how it works, you know? Yeah. Um... Here, I'm looking for another one right now. Uh, love the new music, brother. Keep up the good work. I don't know if you listened to this, but that Yee, was from brother. my friend Jerry. Jerry, I met Thanks, Jerry. just not too long ago, but he uh, he was a we had a mutual friend who asked if her and a few of her friends could stay at my apartment um, for like five days, so they did. And he and I were like, yeah. So he's a super cool dude. So Yee. I don't know if you listened, but if you do, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Shout out, and thanks for... Shout Thanks for the you, listen. Jerry. Shout mm-hmm. out, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. I miss you, Jerry. Miss you, Jerry. Um. Yeah. So I mean, there's been a lot of stuff similar to that, you know. Um, I guess at the party <laughs> during our performance, Devin was telling me that uh, one of our friends was like in awe because one of our friends had never heard me perform before. He'd he'd listened to through the album um before it came out uh. But he may have been slightly inebriated. <laughs> Don't so, do drugs, kids. It was not drugs. <laughs> it, it was Hot Pockets. And beer. 
a lot of beer. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Um, so, but he had listened through it already, but he didn't really like grasp it, I guess, because at the at the show he was kind of like in shock because he didn't really realize that it was like actually good, I guess. Yeah, shout out to you, drunk, you alcoholic. Oh my God, stop! <laughs> so not okay. Because I think he knows who he is, and I de- he definitely listens. I bet I've seen him there. Yeah. But I don't know who it was. Yeah. Um, so I don't care. Alcoholic, drunk. Okay. Addict. Sorry. We're going down a weird path today. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I've been in the mountains a long time. <laughs> it's great to be in this city again. You've been going crazy in the mountains. You got mountain fever, cabin yeah. fever. Yeah, dude. All the fires were banned, so I couldn't have a campfire. Hmm. Came home smelling normal. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Do you have anything else? Um, I don't know. I oh, I was gonna look on Facebook for, cause I'm I'm positive somebody tagged us in something on Facebook. Ow! What did you do? I, I just slapped myself in the face with the pop filter. Um, yeah, don't do that. Okay. Well, oh, here it is. I actually he found, found it. it on Facebook. Let's go. Here we go. What is it? it? Says, "Hey all, if you haven't had the opportunity to check out." Alex's new album, Download It. Track 3, Guardian Angel, is definitely my new favorite. Um, there are also some great features on the album at Ethos Music Production. <laughs> That's a good question. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, so, uh, is that what you were expecting? No, I just saw that something was tagged. I didn't know what it was, but like we don't really... Thanks for the question, bro. On Facebook, yeah. Um, Thanks for the tag. Thanks for the tag. My my friend Michael called it a gleaming success in his iTunes review. Thanks, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people just tagged me in a post saying that they Liked enjoyed it. it, you know, and that and a lot of people shared it on their social medias. Um, a lot of our old teachers liked our Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah. TJ <laughs> TJ posted a video that I didn't know he was gonna post, and that made me cry. And then the next, I've been crying like all. I've week. been crying so damn much. And then the next day, he posted like this super beautiful message to me on Facebook. I basically copied and pasted the words from like episode four. <laughs> what was that? I got a. That was so loud. I got a a ding. Okay. Anyways, continue. Um. Was it? Oh, you. So, <laughs> me. and yeah, he tagged me in this just beautiful note, and that also made me tear up. A lot of people have been like, I think intentionally trying to make me cry, I and just, it's been working a lot. I just write, and that's what ends up happening. <laughs> Hence, the thousand dollars the school gave me. Yeah. And the countless speeches. The countless speeches. I basically gave you a speech, but on Facebook. You did. And you cried, so it worked. Yeah, man. I just, I don't know what's been going on with me. I think I'm just emotional because I'm moving. Time. You're moving. You're a new age. Your album's out. Yeah, it was my birthday on Monday, but none of you get to know how old I am. Nope. I learned that before. I really want to. Not uh, even I know. I want to keep it a secret so that when I have one of those, what is it? IMBD, IMDB. So when he turns 50, <laughs> I'll be like, I'm, I'm 37. Yeah. Don't worry, it's coming up soon. Oh, a couple of years. So rude. <laughs> I already feel old as shit, even though I'm not. I just want to move to L.A. You'll move with me next year, right? I want to go right now. Do it. That'd be fire. But uh, I don't think either of us could really. I'd have to hear back from a college. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if you have mm. nothing else to say, that 
uh, that's all I've got to say. We can wrap it up here. We're at the time. Are we at the time for real? Yeah. Even though we started a little bit later than we started recording. Mm-hmm. What are we sitting at today? Do you really want me to look? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm going to tell everybody at the end of the podcast. 33 the minutes. Is. Okay. There's nothing else to talk about. I, we hit our little mark. I think we're good to go. Yeah. And uh, if you have any questions about building your home studio, uh, tweet at us. Tweet Instagram, at Facebook. Us. Also, uh, share on Instagram your pictures of your home studio that you put together after you hear this. Um, I want to like the post. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll like it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Insert. Tweet at us. Subscribe to us on Bandcamp. Subscribe to us on YouTube. To see the content that will be coming out. Yeah, we got a lot of new YouTube videos coming out. Do you want, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that actually no. before we cut? No, you're good. No. You just want it to be a surprise. I want it, I want them to go and see it themselves. Good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll have covers coming out, and we have a bunch of other. We have like a whole YouTube kind little, of series planned. So little fun shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout. We oh. actually, I think, uh, you you should post the reaction video to Bacon because oh that was hilarious. God. It'll be a part of something. You just yeah. wait. I'll just I'll tell you a little bit about that. Um, oh. It's a very short story. Okay. I <laughs> DJ TJ has a video of me seeing the v- music video for Nick Jonas's song Bacon for the first time. I'd heard the song many times. I mean, it came out two years ago, but I just saw the music video for it a few days ago, and he happened to be recording, and I lost my mind. I also have a bunch of other stuff I could blackmail him with. That's true. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week on episode eight of the Ethos Music Podcast. Insert fun guitar here. Good night.